0: Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes!
1: Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!
0: Expect anything different? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No laying a podcast. I'm Chris Solomon, welcoming for the first time today, Smiley Kaufman. I've uh, been trying to do this for a while. We heard you on Pardon My Take. Are you a regular Pardon My Take listener? Like, how did that? How did that connection already happen?
1: Yeah, uh, all my boys—they uh, kind of got me into Pardon My Take, and uh, I started listening to it, and kind of became a fan of the show. And uh, once—I uh, don't know how—I think, I think Hank asked me if I wanted to be on the show. And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's. I'd love to do it, and now I'm a reoccurring guest, uh, hopefully, and which is uh, obviously it's fun. Fun to get on the show with those guys. They're uh, they're pretty quick witted, and it's fun to, to kind of see what they come up with. So I had a good time, but uh, looking forward to being annoying up. This is uh, you know
0: I'm moving on up in the world. You got a shout. You give it. You snuck a shout out in there too. They tried to sneak a question in there about you know when you lay up on a par five, and you you shut them down quickly, saying we don't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, like uh, it was. I don't remember what he asked but I was like yeah I mean I'm not gonna lay up that's, that's, not, that's not an option <laughs> well
0: they he set you up perfectly the only thing I think only research they did was asking what what you shot in the third round of the masters which was of course 69 did you and you had no idea you didn't even pick up on it when they when they mentioned it did you
1: no I just thought they were just like actually being uh, pretty good reporters <laughs> uh, actually like you know doing their homework saying what well, actually. Uh, you know what I've what I've been successful with in golf and what where I've played well and and they asked me that and I was like oh yeah and like I was really connected with them they didn't care anything about that day or any. Like they just wanted me to hear me say, I shot a sixty nine on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I find that their their work is hilarious, man. I do listen to it every day. It's pretty incredible the the production value that goes into that. So it was cool that you, you and uh, you and Ricky did that. But I can't believe they didn't ask you a question about Natty Light.
1: Yeah, I was uh you know, I wasn't I wasn't gonna direct the way it was gonna go. Uh I was just gonna the last thing I want to do is get on there and start Drill on that one question. Maybe the next time I'm on there, maybe that's what I should do. But uh, yeah, the natty light plug never came up. Uh, figured there was a hotbed there, a lot of things to talk about, but they never asked. So maybe the next time they'll uh, dig into the natty stuff.
0: I hear you refer a lot to your boys. Who is who is this group? Who are your boys when you say that?
1: Like, we have a group me, and I would say we probably have about 20 guys on our group me. Um, and I would say probably about 16 of them were there. So it was a good chunk of the boys. And, you know, I think uh, all, all of us really like to have a good time. And, you know, we all, just like any other friend group, we all have our, like, our inside jokes and stuff. And they're all pretty quick-witted and stuff, too. We like to have a pretty good time.
0: What event do do the, would you say, your the most of your friends show up for? It? Is there, like, an event every year that they all look forward to, to joining up and meeting up and coming out and following Yeah. You?
1: Well, I actually just sent a message to our Ruby and said, just a quick reminder that uh, it's, they, they declared themselves Smiley's Army when I turned pro, and they actually got a pretty good following on uh, Twitter, actually, I'm going to give them a quick shout out, everybody follows Smiley's Army on Twitter. Boomtower. Uh, yeah, and so I, I, I remind, I say, so, hey guys, just just a quick reminder here, uh, that uh, you're, the Army is coming to the most, literally, Army like the perfect golf tournament for the army to attend this week at the Phoenix Open, and just just a reminder, y'all aren't coming. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that I was trying to get them maybe all the book late, late flights to come, or just get them to come next year. But I would say Zurich, New Orleans. I think that's a hotbed for them. They really uh, they they really enjoy the the combination of a casino and Bourbon Street. That's kind of a big spot for them. Uh, also, they're gonna. I think they're gonna go to the Players this year, which is just a fun place to go, so that's kind of a two spots I would say it's right up their alley for the army.
0: I forget, have you committed to I've heard rumors of who you're gonna might be playing with at Zurich. Have you guys committed?
1: Uh, Harold and I are playing
0: together. Harold no you part. and Harold are playing Got you. okay. So yeah, that I mean that, that format change has gotta be an even more welcome uh welcoming to the frat house environment that I think your buddies would bring to it.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be fun.
0: I, I should have started the podcast by congratulating you on being the first, you and Jordan being the first ever people to take a kayak out into water. I just want to know, were there any pictures or videos taken of that moment out in Hawaii? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I mean, as, you, as you can see, I
1: mean, it was on the day dang in dang it seemed like. I, you know, we did that interview right before we went out, but I just thought it would be at the end of it. And uh, we had no idea the cameras were so honest. And uh, I guess Gary Koch, right before commercial break, said, "Well, if you have any other guys' numbers, give them a call. And make sure they're all right." And uh, so we get a call. I get a call from my girlfriend, and uh, Jordan picks it up and says. Friend, we had like we had a problem. Uh, we we flipped the kayak, and she says, "I know." I we're just like, and we we're both just busted out laughing. We just had no clue that uh, that the uh, that they got it on okay. camera. We were, we we're hoping that uh, we were we were hoping they would, but you know, we just thought it would be our word against everybody else's.
0: I think they abandoned coverage of the tournament. They just switched over and had a full kayak cam on on, on for that entire <laughs> afternoon.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It was. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of people bring that up at golf tournaments in the in the uh, in the spring events. So,
0: does it get tiresome at all to you to getting being asked about? I, I feel like with your guys' group, especially because of how big of a phenomenon the spring break thing was. Do you get does it get tiresome at all always being asked about other people in the group and what they do and your reaction to the things they do? Yeah, like I, I would, you know, I don't mind it at all. Like I
1: think the most. If it ever gets annoying, the they'll ask, "Hey, where are your where are your boys I at?" Mean, I don't know, like they're <laughs> doing like this week, They've asked, "Hey, where are your boys I at?" Mean, like they're probably practicing or doing their thing. Like just because we hang out and vacation and stuff together doesn't mean we have to be together all the time. <laughs> Which is what people, I guess, expect to see. But uh, yeah, it's fun though. We have a good time together, and uh, it's obviously. Um, it brought, I guess, my brand. I was able to kind of show my personality a little bit, let, kind of show the golf world a little bit about who I am and I like to have a good time and have some fun. And, uh, you know, and I, I think that's – it was it was great for my brand. And, obviously, all three of theirs was, uh, you know, I think Jordan and Ricky have been very established. And JT obviously coming hot this season that everybody knows who JT is. And um, not that they already didn't. But, uh, you know, it was good for me just to kind of – you know, be
0: be known in the golf world. Um. So you you live in Alabama now. You I, you just built a house there, if I remember right. From uh, from what I learned from Jim Nance, are you set there to live for a while? or Are you going to get recruited down to Florida with the JT and Ricky gang? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm
1: I'm very settled in Birmingham, so I'm I'm happy in Alabama. I got all my friends there and my family, so it's I like coming home to home and. Uh, you know, if I ever need to go down to Jupiter, I'll I'll go crash with those guys and uh, hang out, and practice a little bit. But you know, I like being home for the most part.
0: Is it easy to get to and from tournaments from Alabama? Are there like plenty of direct flights, or how, what's the? I
1: always, I pretty much always connect through Atlanta. Yeah. I just it's like a twenty-minute flight over, and then just pretty much just nonstop wherever from there.
0: So of the guys that we, uh, we, we've we been talking about, after just asking you if it's annoying to talk about them, uh, of, the, of all the four of you, who can hold their booze the least? Who's the biggest lightweight? Uh,
1: it, depends, like, it depends on when, it's, when in the week, I guess. Uh, I'd say we're all very, I think we all do a pretty good job. Uh, I don't think any of us is, is any worse than the other. I think if you get like a four or five day kind of deal going, I think... Uh, I think JT will fade the earliest, but then come on strong at the end. Um, I would say Jordan probably rides it out the longest and Ricky's probably, uh, he goes through ups and downs. So like, you never really know where where Ricky's standing. (laughs)
0: That was a deep answer. I wasn't expecting the layers to that one. That was good.
1: Yeah. Well, Uh, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm obviously, uh. You're the I best. I pretty much just I pretty much just get there
0: and I just stay there. I got you. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't categorize yourself to in that in that one at all. So I, I guess you you can hold hold your booze the best.
1: Well, I mean, I obviously I, I'm. I feel like I can drink beer with anybody, but, you know, if you start getting the wicker out, I think with anybody, you just never know. <laughs> just depends on what you ate today. I you just never know with that stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, so going back to Augusta, I know you probably get asked about it a lot. Um, I, I'm curious to, to ask, you had a, you know, the final pairing, final tea time with Spieth. How did you pass the time leading up to your tea time that day? It's a late tea time.
1: Yeah, I probably made the biggest mistake that morning, which was, I was just watching TV, and watched Tin Cup, that was probably the biggest mistake I've ever made in my entire life, Uh, I was watching that movie, The Sunday of the Masters, I needed to watch, like, Miracle, I needed to watch, like, any sports, like, Hero, or Dramatic Movie, anything but Tin Cup, and I ended up just getting sucked in, and then, like, I I remember on, like, the 11th hole, I was like, uh, I, like, switched all my change from my left side, of my, my left pocket, to my right pocket, like, from the movie Ten Cup. Like, I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that was, uh...
0: It worked. Yeah. You birdied 12, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I birdied 12. I mean, I picked up five on Jordan there, but he's still beating me by, like, four or five, probably.
0: <laughs> so other than, other than not watching Ten Cup, would you do anything different about that day? Uh, I would... You know, you just
1: never know what a day like that's going to bring. Yeah. I actually hit it fine that day. I just kind of got out of my – I didn't really have a – I got out of my routine with my putting that day. Just Jordan was always seemed to be putting before me, and he seemed like he made everything. And I always had like a putt I kind of needed to make, and I think I just kind of got out of my routine a little bit. And uh, I think if I had to do it over again, I would just sort of kind of grinded it out a little more, and focused a little harder, and uh, – Probably cared a little less on my results and just kind of had a little more fun on
0: the greens. Well, what I've been waiting like nine months to ask you about on the Saturday before that, like you basically your kind of introduction to the country. You're in Butler Cabin with Jim Nance, and all he wants, yeah. all he wants to do is ask you about living with your parents. And at, at that time, you just hadn't, you were building your house, I think. But his, he was latched onto his narrative, and he wasn't going to let it go. Did that bother you at all when that happened? Wow. He asked me
1: those same questions, like, and just kind of getting to know me in the the pre, pre-interview, pre and then he comes out hot with the same questions, I'm like, come on, Jim, like, you're killing me here, uh, with the, living at home with my parents at the time, I was, I mean, I was just chilling, I, I didn't, you know, I was looking for a house, but I wasn't gonna, like, rush into anything, I just wanted to find the right spot, uh, cause on the web.com tour, like, I, you know, like, you, you sound like you kill it on that too, making money. So I was, I was still fine at home. I, I really didn't want to get an apartment because I wanted to get a house. Uh, so I, you know, I was felt like I was taking the proper steps, but Jim Nance didn't think so. Uh, so he, he, made sure to let the world know that you know I was living at home with my parents, and that I was driving a 2008 Nissan Murano.
0: <laughs> Did your buddies just give you like relentless flack for that?
1: No, I mean no. my body didn't care. It was more about the world, like in, like Sports <laughs> Center, like Saturday night. I remember I was watching Sports Center, and, and the guy said, "Final group, the Masters." Some guy living at home with his parents. I was like, "Thanks, Jim. I like, really appreciate that." And <laughs> 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 yeah, he
0: did, but in return, he did give me a new, <laughs> a new Nissan Murano. So <laughs> overall, plus, I I th- I thought that was, I thought it was kind of upsetting but also kind of funny of course I made jokes about it but I was kind of like man that's that's, that's your moment in the spotlight final group of the Masters and you just want to you just want to cram that down our throats but uh, it was funny I think I reached out to you shortly after that and I asked if you wanted to do a podcast do you remember what your response was?
1: Actually I just, it just hit me uh, I said oh I'm not sure I gotta ask my parents first <laughs> I, I think I think you threw shade at me for it and I was like oh I'm like gotta get them here so I said uh, yeah let me just check with my parents make sure it's
0: okay <laughs> I wasn't Sure, if you were, if like you thought I was throwing shade at you, or if you were in on the joke, I just assumed you were joking. But uh... yeah, I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> JT talked about how hard it was to watch some of his peers have so much success. I think mostly referring to Jordan. Uh, do you and, and just how it it was? It, you know, he's, super, he's happy for them, and uh, you know, enjoys their success. Do you get the same kind of like motivation out of that, or do you get the same kind of reaction saying, you know, seeing your friends with you know these great successes? You've obviously won on the tour, but do you, does that does that have an effect on you?
1: Yeah, I would, you know, with Jordan and uh, with what Jordan was doing, it really didn't. I was just like, I was a fan of uh, watching Jordan play during that that great run he had. Uh, obviously, still playing amazing, uh, but he. Uh, I, I think I've gotten more motivation from. Watching JT the last – maybe it's just – or the last, you know, couple of weeks, I think that's given me more motivation just because I play with him a lot and I'm real close with him and uh, I think watching him have that success and knowing that, you know, if, if – when he – if he – when he plays at his best and I play at my best, I feel like, um, you know, it's going to be a pretty good match. So that's – just goes to show to me that if I keep on working hard and, you know, my good weeks, I know I can win, so – uh, that's it was i think i was more motivated from the stuff i saw from jt the last couple of weeks so yeah, i've been preparing and practicing really hard and uh you know there were, i just kind of have to point my way into shape the next four or five weeks and hopefully get on a little run so uh you know i think the last like six months pretty much since like august i really have kind of been in and out of playing golf I've had kind of some injuries of kind of been nagging me the last six months or so um kind of been through some some a lot of different things in my life just kind of i feel like i've kind of got everything heading in the right direction finally so hopefully uh kind of focus on golf now and kind of got all the bs aside and ready to get it going
0: most a lot of the guys I talk to uh, refer back to their experience they gained on the web.com tour and are very uh, complimentary of that experience and say it's very integral into their maturation as a golfer. What, yes. do, do, you, do you agree with that and do you like the current system, the way it's set up and what, what was your overall – how would you assess your web.com career?
1: Obviously, I, I think I have a great Web.com career, being there just for one year. So, uh, for me, it was you know, I, I can't, I would not have been successful at all if I would have gone straight from Q school to the PGA Tour. I would not have done very well because I wouldn't have known, you know, how to handle yourself as a pro. Uh, how to prepare money to Wednesday. How to travel. How to do all like the little things, and it's it's things like that that you think are so easy, but you know there's there's a lot of things that um, that can stress you out and, and add extra um, extra stress to you during a week when uh, if, if you've never done it before. So you know once you do that for a full season and kind of get you kind of get to know what what works best for you, what doesn't work best for you. Like do you like to play more during the week? Do you like to practice more? How much how much do you work out, things like that that, you know, that people really don't even think about besides just being or professional golfers. So, you know, for me, it was a fantastic experience. And uh, obviously I was excited to get off there in, in just a year. And, um, you know, I gained a bunch of confidence from that tour heading into the PGA Tour, which, you know, I, I started out top 10 and I won my second week. So without that tour giving me the confidence heading into the PGA Tour, there's no telling um, – I mean, I doubt I'd be in the position I am today without the tour.
0: How much would you say your life changed from that win? I mean, it's kind of—I don't want to say it's forgotten—but it was a fall series event. You were you were not very well known in the public eye at that point. You came kind of out of nowhere. Shot a final round 61 to win that event. Did it? Did like? Did the the did it hit you really hard and fast? Like that? You were a PGA Tour winner. Did it feel like it came really soon? Yeah, I mean it, it, Second start. I it was, kinda has to, yeah.
1: Well I mean I really wasn't I mean, I was so far I was like T twenty four, so I was like way back, like twelfth group, uh from the leaders. So like that's that's I mean, that's not a typical way you'd expect to win, but you know, obviously you take it and and you run with it. But you know, I'm looking forward to kind of being in contention throughout throughout the week and dealing with the Sunday pressures and hitting those big shots that everybody gets to see on Sundays. So that's kind of you know, I've had a lot of experience the last year, uh, being in the Sunday final round of the Masters, final round at uh, in Boston this past year. There's just been plenty of opportunities for me to kind of uh, to seize the round. But you know, you know, obviously it's a learning experience out on a tour, uh, and I wouldn't even say it was nerves. It's just like things that I can control that I just didn't do a very good job controlling. So um, obviously, um. Very excited to get back in position and, and uh, hopefully close out this year on a win.
0: Is there any guys, maybe older guys on tour, that you didn't have real strong relationships with when you got out there that you've kind of gravitated towards learning the ropes at all?
1: Yeah, I would I would say I started, uh, you know, I asked, I asked Graham McDowell a bunch of questions coming out. He uh, played for my granddad at UAB. Uh, my granddad was a coach there, and he recruited and, and coached my uh, Coach Graham there. Graham's been a nice asset to me. David Toms has been or uh, pretty much all the LSU guys out on tour. John Peterson, Andrew Oup, and David Toms, all three of those guys are guys I talk to. But uh, I would say Ricky uh, is, has been a very good guy to talk to too. He's been out there for seems like forever now, I've pretty much always trusted his ear, same with Jordan and, and uh, Justin as well. So I've had plenty of guys I could talk to and uh, kind of ask questions about um, about certain things. And I would say Bill Haas, too, is, would be one more name. Uh, just such a nice guy. Uh, we have similar games and just just a good ear from, uh, from time to time.
0: It just seems like your guys' generation, when you walk down the range, I uh, – I don't know why I feel this way. it's just the the community seems to be a lot stronger. I know you don't have something to compare it. You don't know what the tour was like ten years ago, but do, right. you, do you feel like the tour is a very social place? Like you want you can walk down the range and talk to talk to most guys, and they're pretty open and social. And yeah, yeah,
1: I, I would say so. I mean, I pretty much I'll pretty much talk to anybody. Uh, there's, I mean, some some guys are very uh, open and talk and chatty, but you know, I, I'd say. From working out of the trailers in the morning to see them at breakfast, just things like that. You kinda of always run into guys and always kinda of catch a combo here or there. So I'd say most of the guys are pretty genuine and honest and we'll give you honest feedback out on tour.
0: What's your go to tour sauce move? Uh you know, I would probably say the uh, when I'm in the trees, a good chip out club
1: twirl. <laughs> the chip uh, out club twirl. <laughs> well, I've actually they had a, they posted one last year. I saw it. It was um, <laughs> I finished around. I think it was actually the fries this past year at the Safeway uh, in Napa. I was like up next to the fence, chipped it out in the fairway, and like did a little club twirl. <laughs> and and they, somebody posted and said like sweet chip out. Better club tour, like I was like, that's, that's amazing. I don't even know I did it. Uh, no, I, I I don't know. I I got to get into a groove, and once I once I get in the position, who knows? There's no telling what I'll do because I'm I'm a very high high strong player. So if I get you know I'm if I win a PGA tour like my next PGA tour win, I'm not going to be very like humble with the, the way I win. It's going to be like a serious like excitement fist pumps so like. Uh, this is what I work for. Moment,
0: planned out celebration. That is tour sauce right there. How uh, yeah. how how uh, crazy have the requests to be invited to SP2K17 gotten? Uh,
1: pretty, pretty much been hearing it for a full year. Uh, <laughs> I think it, it was crazy. I went on the PGA tour and then. Uh, and then getting the final ground of the Masters, but, like, nothing took off, like, that spring break trip. Like, I, people probably still wouldn't, like, wouldn't remember who I was if it wasn't for that. Uh, they would say, I did, wasn't that the guy that played in the Masters? No, he's the guy that, he was on that spring break trip. Like, obviously you want to be known for more than that, but, like, right now that's, uh, that's hot right now. <laughs> so, that's, I guess take what you can get right now. So, uh, I you know, it happens all the time. People ask a lot, so it's, for me, it's, you know, uh, we're just we're just trying to k- kill the next summer events, and once spring rolls around,
0: we'll see what's going on. Yeah, that's not. There's worse things to be no, to be known for than MVP of that trip. So, uh, we'll, oh yeah, oh yeah, <clears throat> unanimous, unanimous, unanimous <laughs> MVP, first ever unanimous MVP. Um, we'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, this is kind of my go-to question. If you could steal any part of one player's game, like sub it out for a part of your game and sub in another person's part, like some you could pick Rory's driver or Speed's putter, so anything I can, you want. Like,
1: make a, I can make like a perfect...
0: No, I you can't player, make a perfect, make perfect. golfer. No, you've you got to sub out yeah. one of your skills and sub in somebody else's.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. That's... Uh, there's so many ways you can go. I mean, I, I feel like if, if somebody puts me, like, in the fairway a lot, then I feel like it will be good. So I need somebody who can hit it long and doesn't spray. Hits it in the fairway. Because uh, I'm moving good. Uh, there's not a whole lot of guys that hit it too far past me. So the length isn't an issue. Probably, man, Bill Haas hits it really straight. Uh. Pretty much whatever straight driver you can think of, I, I want him, and that that hits it far enough, then I'll take that guy.
0: All right, Speed's answer was DJ's tee shots, so you're not taking DJ's too wild off the tee for you.
1: I've only, I, I mean, I guess he hits it really straight. I've no, I'm really not that sure. Uh, I haven't played with him enough. I've only played with him once. And he didn't really straight that round. So, yeah,
0: I'll take Dustin. There, there we you go. go. I'll take Dustin. There's <laughs> your answer. All right, Smiley, I know you got to run. Thank you for your time. Uh, best of luck this week in Phoenix. Oh, wait, last one. Do you have anything planned for the 16th hole this week, or do we have to wait to see that?
1: Uh, no, well, uh bathroom in the players locker room it says like you can't throw anything in the crowd which i think is really ridiculous uh i think that should be like one the one event all year that we should be able to do whatever we want but uh, i guess there's some there's some uh, a lawsuit in there somewhere they don't want us to have a big lawsuit on on our behalf so uh really nothing planned. i'm just gonna go play the whole i was maybe thinking about doing a uh, pump up the crowd but we're just gonna have to see how i'm feeling
0: all right. Best of luck this week, man. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll have to do this again sometime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Would love to. Thanks for having me
0: on. Cheers. So that's it for this week's episode. Uh, sorry it is a shorter one. Smiley only had about 25 minutes, but we do appreciate him coming on. want to drop a quick reminder to you guys. We're keeping the Callaway Epic Driver Contest open for this week. All you have to do is go into iTunes, leave a funny rating or review, and we are going to have an independent third party determine the funniest review, and we are going to give that person a free Callaway Epic Driver. No other restrictions apply. So if you guys can go on iTunes and take care of that, you will be automatically entered into the contest. And Thank you guys for tuning in again, and hopefully you have another podcast later this week. Cheers. club be the right club today. Yes.
1: Yeah. Lovely, I mean, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most.